Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. I, uh, I have so much in my spirit um, concerning this text. and I'm going to try to get it all out. Um, I think I, I was told that I have until 7-Eleven closes before I, got to clo- before I got to get done, right? So I got to get you out of here before 7-Eleven closes. What time you preach? What time you preach, Pastor? I'm not, I'm, that's not me at all. Our text, Colossians chapter 2, verse number 7 in the New Living, which is the text of our of the conference. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thanks with thankfulness. Father God, we need an unction from on high to be able to minister your word with boldness. With clarity of speech, I pray that you anoint my lips for your word is already anointed. Open the ear and the hearts of your people. God, let no one leave the way we came, but let us leave changed and transformed by your word, your power, and by your spirit. Move in a supernatural way. God, I move myself. God, we give complete access to your spirit to touch lives, touch hearts. And God, as we get rooted into what you're wanting us to do. We bless you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, I have a question if I could for my title. Uh, My question is simply this, are you rooted? Are you rooted? Are you rooted? Uh, You know, are you rooted in Christ? Uh, I'm sure every Christian has heard that question or that phrase before. Rooted in Christ. Firm in Christ. Standing in Christ. But what do these words really mean? What exactly are you doing if you are rooted in Christ? Let's begin by defining the word root. A simple search in Google will, will tell you that a root is the part of a plant which attaches it to the ground or to a support, typically underground, conveying water and nourishment to the rest of the plants. Pretty straightforward. Another definition of root is the basic cause. This is the one that I want to use. The basic cause, the source, or the origin of something. See, considering this, we can say that to be rooted in Christ is to be attached to him, drawing our nourishments from him as our source and our origin. If I could start off by saying this, Christians come from God. Come on, we are created in his likeness and in his image. The book of Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 and 27 say this. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creepy thing that creeps on the earth. 
So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. See, we carry his spirit, which is the Holy Spirit inside of us. Romans chapter 8, 9 says, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. I want, I'm going to lay a foundation. We're going to preach a minute. I'm going to lay a foundation if I could. Um, I, I, I'm a Marine. I serve years in the United States Marine Corps, uh, so I'm already very loud. I'm Puerto Rican, so that means I speak very fast. And I had a mafia style Golden Eagle from Dutch Brothers. And it's starting to kick in. So, if I start speaking real fast, and I start getting real loud, and I start running around, I'll come back. <laughs> we'll finish this message. But if I go real fast, do like this. I won't slow down, but I know I got your attention. <laughs> come on, so, so, so Christ Jesus is our origin. To be rooted in him, we must first acknowledge and recognize him as our source. Come on. He is our beginning. John 14, 20 in the NIV says, on that day, you will realize that I am in my father and you are in me and I am in you. So as Christians, we are, we are in Christ and Christ is in us. All right. This means that God is always with us. Come on. It also means that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Come on. We also means that we are victors and not victims. Come on. We live a victorious life. So being rooted in Christ means that I am not a victim, but I am a victor. I, I live in a place of victory. Come on. Listen, I don't have to walk around with my head held down. I don't have to walk around being defeated. I don't have to walk around like everything is going wrong, even if it is going wrong. You know what the devil really hates? It's when a Christian is going through the fire, but he don't smell like it. He don't look like it. The devil really hates that. Come on. So when you're going through the fire and you're still holding your head up, huh? you're holding your shoulders back, huh? and you're walking around, huh? come on, nothing can stop me. Huh? Come on, I am unshakable. Huh? I am unmovable. I know I'm going through the fire. I know that I'm going through some stuff. I know, come on, that the enemy's breathing down my neck, huh? but I know where my help comes from. Huh? I lift my eyes to the hills huh? where comes my help. Huh? My help comes from the Lord. So I walk around with my head up high. I walk around with my shoulders back uh, and I'm strutting along uh, saying, God got this. Why? Because I'm rooted in him. I understand the privileges that I have. I understand whose I am. So a question can be asked. If we are Christ, if we are in Christ, once we become saved, doesn't that mean that we are automatically rooted in Christ? Well, let's see what Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8 says. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when he comes. It does not fear when he comes. It does not fear when he comes. It leaves. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought. It never fails to bear fruit. 
And that verse says, blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. So being rooted in Christ, I mean, it's more than simply being saved. It is also trusting in Jesus. When you are rooted in Christ, as the scripture above says, you will not fear when the heat or the trials and tribulations come on you. You will have no worries in your year of drought. The word also says that you will never fail to bear fruit. But yet, watch it, but yet there are Christians uh, walking around with worries. You got Christians that are walking around with doubt. You have Christians that are walking around with fear. Huh? Come on, there are many Christians leaving, living defeated lives despite being saved. Come on, they're walking around being defeated. They're walking around. Why am I worried about this? Uh, uh, you know, I... I, I um, um. <laughs> You think I had it in me, did you, Pastor Joe? <laughs> you know one thing that, that I'm, uh, let, let me, let me, uh, let me not get ahead. <sighs> Why is this? Because so many Christians or some Christians are saved, but they are not drawing nourishment from Christ. <laughs> there are Christians out there who believe that God is their provider. But then go out and take loans that they know they cannot pay back. And they sink themselves further into debt. When you're rooted in Christ, you not only believe that God is your provider, but you trust that God, Jehovah Jireh, will provide for you. When Abraham, come on, when God spoke to Abraham to sacrifice Isaac, he sent him up on one side of the mountain. And he sent the ram up on the other side of the mountain. And when the ram met with the need, come on, Jehovah Jireh showed up right in the nick of time. Right when he needed, come on, Jehovah Jireh showed up. And he was right there. Why? Because Moses, under, I'm sorry, uh, Abraham understood, listen, that God is going to provide. They say, man, where is the sacrifice? What, what are we going to sacrifice that God will provide? He was already speaking it into existence. When we're going through some stuff, what are we speaking? Come on, when we feel like we got, come on, more money or more debt left at the end of the money. Somebody missed that. <laughs> There's more debt left at the end of the money and you're wondering, man, wow, how am I going to do this? And, and God, how is good to this? There wasn't God faithful last month. Did God not bring you out last week? Did God not provide for you? Come on, last season. And we walk around like man won't he do will he do it what is he gonna do this time I mean I'm waiting sitting back like watching God what are you gonna do next I can't wait I'm excited to see what God is gonna do next I'm waiting I'm in anticipation what is God gonna do next how are you gonna meet my need how are you gonna do this God how are you gonna say that how are you gonna heal this I'm anticipating God to do something but there's Christian folk that go through mess and go through stuff and they're wondering man how is this gonna happen because they're drawing from the wrong supply listen to me listen because we're getting our source amen from something else we love to quote the scriptures about the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous and well two things have to happen here watch it first you have to be righteous oh the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the are you righteous come on the second thing that has to happen is this can you be trusted I'm throwing it back. I'm throwing it back. I'm throwing it back. Can you be trusted? Come on. Being rooted in Christ will help you make decisions that will make you righteous and trustworthy. 
Listen, listen, we're saved by grace. This means that we are covered under the blood of Jesus Christ and, and we are qualified for all the blessings and the outpouring of favor that Jesus died to give us on the cross. We deserve nothing. Let me say that one more again. Amen, Wyandotte County, Kansas City, Kansas. Women, let me say it one more again. Come on, we deserve nothing, but because of God's grace, once we are rooted in Christ, getting all of our nourishments and wisdom and guidance from Jesus, we can receive everything that we ask for and more. Come on, when I got saved, it was a total package. Come on, it wasn't just a ticket out of hell. Come on, it wasn't just restoring my marriage. It wasn't just bringing me out of prison. It wasn't just getting me out of the hospital. Come on, because I got saved. I mean, I'm a total package. My deliverance, my healing, my salvation, my family's going to get saved. Come on, my children are going to get slaved. Come on, it is more than just a ticket out of hell. Because of the price that he paid on Calvary. Come on, because he, the, the, the blood that he shed I mean, was enough to, 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 to buy my salvation. Matthew chapter 13, verse number 6 says this, But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they were withered because they had no roots. See, something happens when you're not, uh oh Something happens when you're not rooted in Christ. When you're not rooted in Christ, you will not last long in this world. Listen to me. Listen to me. This is the word. Don't get mad at me. This is what the word says. The word says, not only will you be scorched, but you will wither as soon as the sun comes up. See, the sun coming up is a reference to trouble or trials in our lives. Come on, we're ready to time. Come on, troubles come. We're ready to throw in the towel every time something doesn't go the way that we planned it. Come on, we had our whole week planned out. We had our whole lives planned out. We thought we were going to do this and we thought we were going to do that. And the enemy comes now and he throws a little temper in there. He throws something in there and now you're wondering, oh, my whole world is messed up. My, my whole world is messed up. And all you have do is plug in to the source. All you got to do, come on, is plug in. Come on to the life of Jesus Christ. All you got to do is say that I'm rooted in his word. I'm rooted in his promises. I'm rooted. Why? And I'm not even I got to do the dance. Come on. I'm rooted deep into what God has. Why? Because nobody has done me as good as God has done me. I say this all the time. I can I can take myself to the finest restaurants. Wear the nicest clothes. Drive the nicest cars. Come on, and it still won't compare to how good God has been. Amen to me. Come on, I was on my way to hell, but he rescued me. My marriage is about to go through a divorce, but he healed my marriage. Come on, I should be dead right now, but God, his grace is sufficient. His grace, amen, is sufficient. Come on, I should be messed up. My kids should be all gone, but I thank God for his grace. So, so I've decided to stay rooted. I've decided to stay in his word. I, I decided to stay in his will for my life. I decided to say, don't not go with me still. I will follow. Decide I'm going to stay rooted into what he's called me and what he has for me in this next season. Come on. I'm sure you know a Christian who disappears from church as soon as times get tough. Instead of hunkering down in the word, they run off to find a solution in every other place and every other person but Christ. You will not find peace in the solutions offered by this world. Listen, you will not find solution in a self-help book, an anonymous therapy group, 
stress relief pills. Not a special and complicated diet. Come on, when you are rooted in Christ, you have the only solution you need for every problem you will face, and that is Jesus. When you're rooted in him, everything that comes your way, come on, they're trying to knock you out. You will be able to stand because you're rooted. John 15, 5 says, I'm the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Jesus clearly states that he is the vine. Listen, Christ is our source of spiritual nourishment. But notice how Jesus says if in this verse. This is why I want to focus the rest of my time that I have. The, the, the remaining two hours and 30 minutes. It's right here. <laughs> Now, Pastor, or now I know how you feel when you, you know, anyway. If you, if, he said, if you remain in me. That means some believers may drift away from the Lord. Some Christians do not remain in Christ. Even worse, watch this, even worse. Some aren't even aware that they have fallen away. Mm. Some... (laughs) Aren't even aware they have fallen away. First Samuel chapter 16, verse number one. That was my introduction. First Samuel chapter 16, verse number one. Now the Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I am sending you to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have promised, for I have provided myself a king among his sons. At this point here, Saul still ruled the kingdom for years after that, but he was rejected by God and didn't even know it. Still operating as a king, still had the crown, still had the robe. Still sat on the throne. But God had rejected him. Talking about being, talking about not knowing that God had left you. And here comes the little shepherd boy who wasn't even invited to his own ceremony. Wasn't even invited to his own ceremony. Samuel shows up at Jesse's house. I'm about to anoint the next king. Jesse's like, hey, let's do this. King out of me. He calls all his boys. All his boys line up. Samuel. Stands up to the front one. Oh, the, the first one. He's tall, dark, and handsome like Pastor Joe. <laughs> he looks at me. He's a man of war. He's a man of war. He's going to give me later. I know it. I know it. I know it. He is going to give. I'm in for it. I know it. I did get a double French toast, though, the other day, so I'm good, all right? She says, no, you look at the outer appearance. I look at the heart. That ain't him. 
And he moved on to the second one and the third one and the fourth one. Come on, and the fifth one. And, and he got all the way to the seventh one. And he said, come on, this seven is the number of completion. Come on, this has to be him. Uh, there's nothing. This is it. Uh, and God told uh, uh, Samuel, um, completely not. Uh, and, and now Samuel's like, whoa, man, I know I heard from God. Come on, I know that I heard from you, God. I, I, I know that, you know, uh, somebody here. And, and he begins to look at Jesse and said, Jesse, there's God to be another one there has to be another one here and 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 the one that they came for wasn't even invited he says yeah there's another but he's out there pooping scoop you know come on taking care of daddy's sheep and he says we are not leaving and we are not sitting until he comes and a lot of folk think that he was just in the backyard Uh, no 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 it was a day's journey Listen to me. It was a day's journey to go get David. And Samuel said, we are not moving. We're not sitting until David comes. Talking about being rooted. Come on. Samuel told him, man, I know I heard from God. I'm rooted in his word. I'm rooted in what he's telling me to do. Come on. I'm tired of living like I did yesterday. Come on. God had already rebuked him. Come on. How long are you going to mourn for Saul seeing that I have rejected him? A lot of church folk are saying, when are we going to go back to normal? When are we going to go back to normal? Normal got us to where we're at. Normal got us to closing the churches. Normal got us. Come on to what we're doing uh, and doing videos and doing this uh, normal got us to where children now come on this blew my mind this blew my mind I was in California I was talking to a friend of mine and then he said that in California they're passing a law where a 8 year old uh, has to sign a paper to give his parents uh, consult uh, for them to check their medical records Uh, I'm like wait a minute (laughs) normal has gone to where I have to ask my child if I can look at his medical records Normally has gone to where now, come on, I can go to a school and the school is teaching my son, come on, that if you feel like a girl, then you can be a girl. If you feel like a boy, then you can be a boy. See, nobody wants to talk about this. Come on, nobody, we're, we're talking about being rooted. Come on, but we, we allow society to tell and dictate us what we can say and what we can't say. We've allowed society to tell us, come on, what we can teach our kids, but what we can't teach our kids. But I'm here to declare and decree that there's a church here in Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. Come on, that if you are a boy, amen, then you're a boy. If you was born with, then you're a girl. I mean, I'm tired of society teaching my kids when I should be able to say what I gotta say. Talking about being rooted. I'm talking about being rooted. I'm talking about not being normal because we're not called to be normal. Come on, we're not called to be like everybody else. You wonder why you can't fit in because you weren't called to fit in. You were called to be different. You were called to be changed. You were called to be change centers. We've allowed society to tell our kids. Well, if you feel that way, no, the devil is a liar. Where's the church? Come on, where's the church? Then we just sat back and been silent. Sat back and come on. They tell us you got to close your church. We got to close our churches. I get it. Listen, I get it. I get it. I get it. But when we're going to take the stand, we're going to say, I'm rooted in God. I'm rooted in his righteousness. I, I'm rooted. Huh? Come on, because I'm going to win others to Christ. We want to be like Saul and 
live like the old way. When God says, I don't want that old way, I have a new way. I have a new thing. I want to do a new thing. And so number seven was the number of completion. But then comes number eight, which is the number of new beginnings. Which is the number of new beginnings. Some of you are in a season of new beginnings right now. Come on, and as today ends, come on, you're saying, I'm going to get rooted. There's a new beginning that's getting ready to come upon you. You're not going to be out no more. Come on, trying to wonder what God has called or what God has told you to do. You're going to know that God has called you, come on, to be a world shaker. God has called you to be a history maker. God has called you to be abnormal. God has called you to be different. God has called you to be set apart. And we want to fit in with everybody else. We want to bring culture into the church. Come on, when you're not supposed to be of the culture, the Bible says, come on, there's no conform to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't have to be like everybody else. Come on, I can be myself because everybody else is already taken. Or taken. Token, taken? Just depends if you're from Cali or you're from Vegas or you're from Kansas City or you're from Mexico. I want to be different. Come on, I want to be so rooted in God. Come on, that I want to be like Samuel. Come on, because some folk would have been like, well, I guess he ain't here. I miss God. I miss God because, man, there's seven of them. I miss God. No, but Samuel said, no, Jesse, there's another one. I know you have another son somewhere. I know there's another one. And new new beginnings is getting ready to come. Come on, into your life in this season where you're going to step out and say, no longer am I going to be ordinary. No longer am I going to look for my yesterday's blessing. No longer am I going to look for yesterday's anointing. Come on, I'm going to run after what God has for me in this season and the seasons to come. We're talking about being rooted. We want to be rooted, but yet we want to live the same. We want to be rooted, but we want to do church the same way. Come on, we want to be rooted, but we want to let society determine what we're rooted in. Ah, I felt that one. I felt, I felt it was like, whew. See, when you begin to speak about society, begin to speak about culture. We want to change culture. And we want to change this and change that. And, and, and we want to go with what's happening in the world. Why? Why? Why, why? why do you want to be like the world? Why do you want to be like them? If you're rooted in Christ, God is going to give you the best ideas. He's going to give you the best strategies. He's going to give you the best way to bring folk into the church. He's going to give you the best way to outreach. He's going to give you the best way to perform. He's going to give you the best way to do all of this. If we're rooted in him, things will change. You know, we say, man, there's plenty of people who aren't Christians and, and they have all these blessings and we have all of these things. They have joy they have love they have prosperity they have peace come on they have good health do they come on do they sure you can see a celebrity smiling as they stand on the red carpet in an expensive suit but is there true happiness come on come on is there true happiness behind that smile is there peace when they sleep did they buy that expensive suit or was it given to them by someone who knows their secret financial struggles See, every word in the Bible is truth. No matter what the world tells you, if you do not have Jesus, then you have nothing. 
you don't have Jesus, you have nothing. Listen, so what does it mean to be rooted in Christ? It means you are wholly dependent on Jesus. You have placed your complete self and your complete trust in Christ, your Lord and Savior. And you draw on him in every part of your life for everything you may ever want or need. When you're rooted in Christ, he is the center of your life. Everything you do revolves around him. Your faith bleeds into your work, your family, your time, your fun. Even when you're relaxing, listening to music, you are aware of the presence and the favor of God in your life. When you're rooted in Christ, you are built on a foundation that cannot be uprooted. Come on, listen, you are unshakable. You are unmovable. You are rooted in Christ. Come on, you are seated in Christ Jesus in heavenly places. Even when you're relaxing, you understand his presence. We was playing a game today. I lost. I'm not a good loser. I still need deliverance in that area. I still need God to help me. I was winning too. I was winning and I got a little prideful. Pride comes before fall. And I fell. And I lost. And it felt like the presence just did this. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. I promise you I'm going somewhere. I feel like the presence of Because he said that when you're rooted in Christ, even when you're relaxing, you can feel his presence. But when you know that there's something inside of you that is out of order. See, light and darkness can't dwell together. So even in the midst of just a little bit of anger, I'm, 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 I'm going to help somebody tonight. <laughs> Even just a little bit of anger. You don't believe me? You don't believe me? Watch this. You don't believe me? All right. I'm going to bake some chocolate chip cookies for everybody tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to bring them. Come early because you're going to get going to run out. But I'm going to put just a little bit of cat poop in the mix. <laughs> Stir it all up. Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. It's going to be just a little bit. Just a little bit. I'm going to stir it all up. You don't know. We're going to cook them. Come on. We're all going to enjoy and have fun with it. How many are going to eat them? Exactly. Why? Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Why? Because just a little bit, a little bit can pull the presence of God. And we're wondering just a little bit of sin. Ah, Just a little bit. Just a, just a little bit. It won't hurt. Just a little bit. It's okay. Just a little bit. He's a jealous God. He said, I have no other God before me. And if you allow bitterness and you allow hatred and you allow anger to have just a little bit in you, he's going to take a whole bunch more. And if you're rooted in Christ, you can't let anger have dominion over you. If you're rooted in Christ, you can't have bitterness have reign over you. If you're rooted in Christ, you can't have unforgiveness reigning on the inside of you. We're talking about, are you rooted tonight? Come on, is there a little bit that is not rooted in your life? Come on, are you battling with a little bit of something that can hold you back? Are you battling with a little bit of something, come on, that will uproot you when things happen? It's like, whew, it's just a little bit, Pastor, just... Just a little bit. It ain't gonna. It ain't gonna, it ain't gonna do nothing. It's just like, Pastor, if I tell my wife, I met this girl over here. I'm just gonna hug her. 
you going to do? Nothing, just a hug. I'm going to kiss her, but I'm not going to tongue her. It'll just be a kiss. How does you think she's going to feel? Listen to me. It's just a little bit. It ain't going to do nothing. They're gone, right? I'm like, stay here. It's over with. It's over with. How do you think God feels? How do you think God feels when he's looking down and he's just a little bit, God? I said just a little lie. I drank just a little bit. Come on, I looked and lusted just a little bit. I did just a little bit. Come on, you won't want your spouse to get mad. You won't eat that cookie, but yet you allow God. Come on, you look at God and say, God is just a little bit. I'm talking about being rooted. I'm talking about being rooted in God, really, really being rooted in God. Come on, where there's nothing that can distract you. Come on, where there's nothing that can move you. That there's nothing that can stop you from accomplishing everything that God has for you. I'm talking about that when trials and tribulations come, you're standing in the midst of God. Come on, when things come to try to knock you down, yes, storms are going to come. Yes, trials are going to happen, but I'm standing on a good foundation. Roots speak about foundations. The deeper the roots, the higher you go. How deep are your roots tonight? How deep are your roots tonight? We want to elevate with God, but yet we don't want to pay the sacrifice. We don't want to pay the price. You're like, man, Jesus already paid the price. Yeah, he did. Yes. But now it's time for you to do your part. What are you not willing to let go of? Ah, what are you willing to, what are you still holding on to? What are you not letting go that is keeping you uprooted every time? See palm trees all over here. There's palm trees everywhere. See, palm trees don't have deep roots, but their, 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 their roots go wide. They go wide. So in a storm, you sometimes see palm trees over. But go to a storm and see if you see an oak tree. Or a mustard tree, mustard, a mustard tree. No, because their roots go deep. And the deeper the roots are, no matter how high they go, they stand firm. And that's what we need to be rooted deep into God. And don't allow nothing, no trial, no storm, no situation to uproot you from where you are in Christ. So my question as I started today was this, are you rooted? Are you rooted? Are you rooted in Christ to say, man... I know that what happened wasn't fair. I, I, I know that what I went through wasn't good. I know that I'm hurting, but I know who my God is. And I'm going to stand on his promises that he'll never leave me nor forsake me. Mm. I'm going to stand on his promise that if God is for me, who can be against me? I'm going to stand on his word of God that by his stripes I am healed and that he is the God who heals me. I'm going to stand on his word that if one is saved in the house, the entire house shall be saved. I'm going to stand on his word that he is the great I am. What is it that you need him to be today? He's the great I am. Being rooted. Dig down. I did a study on the Roman soldier. Well, Paul spoke about in the book of Ephesians. He said, put on the armor of God. And I found it interesting, um, two things. Number one, that they don't speak nothing about the backside. Backside is like completely, you know, whatever. 
you know. But the thing that really got me was when I started speaking, when I started uh, uh, studying on the shoes, there were some spikes that were on these shoes that they would dig in. Get into the ground. He said, I'm not moving from here. If this is going to be hand-to-hand combat, if this is going to be one-on-one warfare, I'm ready because I am not running. I am not moving. Come on, I'm going to stand right here. I have everything else, but I'm going to stand. I'm rooted in. I can't turn around and run. I can't turn around and move. I'm unmovable. I'm unshakable. And I started thinking about that. Come on, as we become, as we become rooted, come on, that I'm standing there. Trials are going to come. Situations are going to come. The storms may blow. I may bow. I may, I may move this. I may move that way, but I am not going to run. I'm not going to move. I'm going to stand right there fighting and here tonight uh, come on you may be having something in front of you that you say man I come to the well on this weekend I come because I need something from God I know that I need a word I need a come on something uh, that, 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 that is tangible I need something that is going to uh, uh, keep me into the next season of my life listen tonight you're in the right place uh, because tonight you're going to get rooted uh, and then tomorrow you're going to get just a little bit deeper tomorrow night uh, come on you're going to get even deeper and on Sunday morning, huh, after you leave here, huh, come on, they're going to have to get some shovels. Huh, come on, to dig you around because you're going to be so deep huh, into the presence of God. Huh, and you can say, man, I'm unmovable. I'm unshakable. There's nothing huh, that can move me, can stop me from accomplishing everything that God has called me to do. I'm going to close with this story so we can get to 7-Eleven. There was this group of frogs. They're all hopping around or whatever they do, leaping in the forest. And two of them fell into this huge hole. Fell into a huge hole. And they were trying to leap out of there. And they couldn't leap out. They couldn't get out. And all the other eight that were around began to tell him, Stop wasting your time. You're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. Stop wasting time. Just hurry up and die so we can move on. They kept hopping, trying to get up or leaping, trying to get up. One of them took heed of the word and died. But the other one kept leaping. And he kept leaping. And they said, man, we got to get to 7-Eleven. You got to hurry up. You're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. Just stop and die. And he kept leaping. And all of a sudden, he takes one last leap and he gets up to the top. And all the other eight frogs begin to tell him, did you not hear us? Did you not hear that we were telling you to stop? Did you not hear us tell you that you're not going to make it? And he said, looked at them and he said, I'm deaf. I can't hear you. He said, I'm deaf. I can't hear you. Come on. There's going to be some naysayers are going to begin to start telling you that you're not going to be rooted. There's going to be some naysayers that are going to tell you that you're not going to make it. But I'm here to declare and decree over everyone here tonight that come hell or high water, what God has intended for you to do, what God has put on your heart to accomplish because you are rooted in him. No matter what folk are saying, no matter what folk are laughing at you, you're going to make it because you're rooted in the things of God. You're rooted 
rooted and you're standing on firm foundation and there's nothing that can stop you from accomplishing everything that God has called you to do. There's nothing that can hold you back. There's nothing that can stop your family. There's nothing that can stop your healing. There's nothing that can stop your provision. There's nothing that can stop your ministry. There's nothing that can stop your church. There's nothing that can stop your neighborhood. Come on, because I'm rooted on the foundation of Jesus Christ. Nothing is going to stop me. Nothing is going to hold me back. Why? Because I understand whose I am and who I am. I am joint heirs with Christ. Turning this off right here. I am joint heirs with Christ. That means that what he has is mine. And I don't have to live normal. I don't have to live normal. I'm be blown away by people that say, man, I'm having a bad day. No, you're not. There's no such thing as a bad day. You had a bad moment in a day. But my Bible says, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. We look at one bad thing and we think that it's a whole bad day. Oh, I messed up for the rest of the day. Oh, my gosh. I, I, no, 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 no. Well, why, don't you, why don't you begin to look at, yes, it was a bad moment, but there's still breath in my body. Yes, it was a bad moment, but I still have two legs. It was a bad moment, but there's still time for me to change that moment. Because each and every one of us have given a chance and a choice. You have a choice to make that day better. And you have a chance by the opportunity that you get. Or you have a choice to say, you know what? Forget it. It ain't going to work no more. I'm just going to give up and quit. Are you rooted? Are you rooted? If you're rooted, you're going to make that chance. Or you're going to take the chance and make the choice that I choose. My wife says something every time. I'm super excited. This is her saying. I'm super excited. Not super, super. S-U-P-A, super excited. And somebody asked her, why? Well, why are you super excited? She said, because I have a choice to be excited that I'm alive. Thank you for that one holy clap. (laughs) She said, I have a choice. That I can allow that to bring me down or I can say, no, I'm going to be excited because I have another chance to make it better. I have another chance to do something different. I have another chance. When you're rooted in Christ, you have that chance. Stand to your feet with me, would you?